The Human Podcast features weekly service audio from the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia. Please visit us at human.org. Alex, that was great. (laughs) My name is Denise Wilson, and I'm a member of this congregation and your worship associate today. On behalf of Reverend Dave Dunn, our Director of Religious Exploration and Membership Coordinator, Lexi Tangney, our Music Director, Alex Peach, all our ushers, and the technical team who is making today's live stream possible, It's my honor to welcome you all to the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation, which we affectionately call UMAN. UMAN is a liberal faith community with the mission to nurture our spirit, strive for justice, and transform the world. No matter who you are, whom you love, or where you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. Before we get started, we do have a few announcements. Humans Board of Trustees uses the COVID Act Now website to monitor current COVID risk levels. At least one of the counties in which the majority of us live is currently in the high risk category, which means masks are required for indoor activities and indoor singing cannot take place at this time. Please practice social distancing by leaving at least one seat between families and groups that share housing. Your board will continue to monitor the trends weekly and will update this message as soon as we are able. We are happy to say that Humans Community is highly vaccinated and boosted and thank you for doing your part to keep our risk as low as possible. After the service today, we'll have cake and fruit bar on the portico as we celebrate in-gathering our season of coming together after a long and sizzling summer, welcoming Dave back to the pulpit, sharing stories of summer activities and renewing old friendships and making new ones. After next Sunday's service, please join us in the back for a dedication of our beautiful new labyrinth. The next UU 101 class is coming up September 10th and 17th from 12.30 to 2 p.m. in the afternoon. This is a two-session class for anyone who wants to learn more about our faith, visitors, active non-members, and even longtime members, anyone who's considering becoming a member. In the first session, you will learn about Unitarian Universalism, our welcoming culture, and long history of social justice. And in the second session, you'll learn all about UMAN and our great programs and get a tour of our campus. You may attend virtually or in person. This class is held twice a year, so if you can't make it this time, we will look forward to having you attend later in the year. To sign up, you can visit the greeter table in the narthex or email the membership committee at membership at Welcome, good morning, and welcome to our annual in-gathering water communion service. 
before we get started, we honor all those who came here before us. And this includes the native peoples who lived and loved on this land, the Cherokee and the Creek people and others who were here before them. This morning's call to worship is by the Reverend Deborah Hafner. She writes, Happy New Year. Happy New Year for our beloved community. Happy New School Year. We gather together at the start of this new church year as people of many ages, as people of many sexual orientations and gender identities, as people of many races and ethnicities as people of many theologies and religious backgrounds woven together in our love for this community with our hopes and dreams and prayers for the year before us, with our hearts and minds and spirits ready to be touched by the year before us, with our hands and time and talents ready to be offered to the year before us. We gather together at the start of this new year with gratitude and love for those who have come here before us, for those who are here with us. Come, let us worship together this year. Today's chalice lighting is called The Spirit of Water, written by Katie Gelfland. We light this chalice as a symbol of reunion We reunite in this sanctuary to share the flow of our hearts with one another. We gather together in ritual to celebrate our fountains of joy, to hold each other through storms of grief, to guide one another through rapids of transformation, to rest together on ponds of stillness. Together, we honor the spirit of water, its many forms, and its life-giving essence. Rain falls upon the surface of the earth, and pulled by gravity, each drop begins to flow downward, downhill. Drops merge with one another, trickle, form a trickle, then a stream, then a creek, then a mighty river. Some of the water seeps down into the earth, deep down into the groundwater, filling aquifers, And it might remain there for days, weeks, months, years, thousands of years. Some of it is pulled up through the tree root, roots of trees, transpired through their leaves back into the air. Some water in the ground flows up to the surface through geysers. And then it flows again into a stream, a river, making its way to a lake, a pond, or the mighty sea. And that, in the sea or in a pond, the sun warms that water, evaporates the water, and it goes back up into the sky, rises up where it cools, then forms together with other water droplets, gets heavier, forms clouds. And when the clouds can hold that water no longer, rain falls back down to the earth. Everywhere on earth, at every moment, this cycle is taking place. Cycle upon cycles. 
falling, flowing, sinking, transforming, rising, again and again and again. This might be the nature of reality. It might be the nature of us. But this water cycle goes on and on. And this means that the water that we gather and bring today, either in person or metaphorically, if you don't have water today, the water that you bring and that we gather at our annual water communion service comes from all over the world and across time. It goes through, as I said, the roots of trees, geysers flowing through rivers. It goes through us, too, which means that the water that you've gathered today could have been cried as tears of joy or sorrow from someone long, long ago. It could have been from the sweat the people who constructed this very beautiful sanctuary, or in the blood of the mother that birthed your grandmother's 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 grandmother, or even in dinosaur pee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We do boil the water after we collect it, okay? (laughs) Each year. (laughs) Right, Alex? We do all that. As we gather the waters of this community this morning, let us remember that they connect us to everything that has ever been, everything that ever will be. That is the power of the water that we share. Last week, I said that um, between 2015 and 2019, worship attendance at Human was down 9%. And that's true, um, but that isn't the whole story. Actually, another statistic um, that's actually more indicative of where not just us, but everybody is going, not just UU churches, but different denominations, churches in different denominations. But another statistic that's more indicative is that during 2000, between 2015 and 2019, here at Human, children's attendance was down 42 percent, 42. And, and that, that is before, that was with our previous uh, DRE, who was here for many, many years. And it's not anyone's fault. This is, again, this is what's happening everywhere and across denominations. It didn't really start affecting Unitarian Universalists until a few years ago, and the first indicator is usually children's attendance going down. 
Um, children don't bring themselves to church, however. <laughs> parents, parents bring them. In light of this, we simply have to offer more ways to engage young parents, visitors in general, and our current members. There's really no shortage of people, visitors, who come through our doors. We get a steady stream of visitors. Um, <clears throat> there's no shortage of people coming through our door. But I do believe that there is a shortage here of things to do that really nurture our spirit, on Sunday morning especially. And because of that shortage, some people, they don't come back. Visitors don't come back. And actually, some of our members drift away. I could probably show you our membership book. There are many, 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 many names in there. Lots of names. I don't know where they've all gone. And as a minister, I can't in good conscience allow that to happen to this, or at least not do anything about it with this congregation. And I think as stewards of this congregation, the membership needs to address this as well. Again, this isn't human. This is all across our denomination and other churches. The church that I went, grew up in, thousands of members is now consolidated with another parish. Never thought that would happen. This is a church that had 10 services on a Sunday. Despite having all kinds of different ways to communicate with people through texting and email, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, people are profoundly disconnected in our world, profoundly isolated and alone despite all these ways to communicate. The craziness that we see in our society right now, it's from our, it started in our political system and now it's like pervading our culture, the shootings and the guns, that is evidence of some profound isolation, loneliness, trauma. And many people don't realize it because we've been swimming in this water for so long. We at Human need to do more to connect, to intimately connect and provide meaning or help provide meaning with those who are walking through our doors for the first time, for young parents and for our existing members. When people walk through our doors, they're coming for a reason. They sometimes don't know that, but they're coming for a reason. Something might be missing in their lives. And sermons are nice, inspiring, and they might cause one to think. But for people who are coming hungry for connection and meaning, a nice sermon really doesn't cut it. To me, it never did. People, when they come, they want to be seen and heard. 
They're hungry to hear words like, I see you, I hear you. That's what they're hungry for. For this reason, you know, we're trying to expand our offerings to nurture our spirit here on Sunday mornings by offering a second hour of religious education, exploration from 11.15 until 12 noon. It's for children and youth and adults. We've been doing it already for two years. Maybe you just haven't noticed because, well, we've been in a pandemic for two years and it's been crazy. But we're trying to provide more meat, or for you vegetarians and vegans, myself included, vegetables <laughs> and fruit, sustenance to satisfy that hunger that bring the, the hunger that people have when they come here for the first time to nurture that spirit. And we're going to resume our second hour programming on September 11th, the week after Labor Day. Also, we hired a brand new DRE. She's sick today. She's not looking well, but she came in to welcome our new uh, nursery staff. We have a nursery staff now. But our new DRE is, is responsible for the second hour religious education of children and youth. She's also kind of responsible for what we were call, going to call children's chapel. During the service time for the adults, that the children would have their own service. A great idea. Not my idea. It's a great idea. We jumped on it. But after hiring this brand new DRE, he just started last month, the RE team, religious education team, uh, some, some of the board members who work on personnel issues, and myself, we're thinking that that is too much content for a brand new DRE to do religious exploration for kids and do all this content of a worship service each week. <clears throat> so we've decided for this year only, we're going to scale that back, and that the DRE will not be responsible for a children's chapel. We, we can't we don't have the bandwidth to do that this year. So we're going to try all ages worship in this space this year. It's not dumbed down service, but we're going to try all ages worship. Kids under second grade and under, they are free to stay in the nursery. They will stay in the nursery. They don't have to come in here. Of course, they're welcome as well. Their parents can bring them in here. So... This restructuring of Sunday morning might make very little difference to you. You might be excited about it, but if you are excited, you're probably in the minority, to be honest, because we're talking about change here. We're talking about trying to address the hunger that people coming to our congregation need. We're trying to fill that need. Change is difficult. In the spring of 2020, our interim DRE, Melinda and I, discussed these changes. And we, we talked about it with the RE Council, and we talked about these changes with the board and the program council, and we had a few open forums. But there was also kind of, it was also the beginning of the COVID pandemic. And many of these events were poorly attended. 
because people are struggling just to figure out how to live in this pandemic. So I understand if you didn't hear about these changes, if they, you were taken by surprise, you didn't know about this, I'm sorry about that. And please don't put this on our brand new DRE, Lexi. She had nothing to do with any of this, okay? She's inheriting this. So if you have complaints and concerns, and you should, please come talk to me. I am more than happy to talk to you about any of these changes that were, that were, were ha are taking place here. And we're recording this service, so if you know of people who aren't here this morning, encourage them to watch this service and, well, hopefully this, this talk that I'm giving here. <clears throat> With these changes, we're trying to expand and extend our free and responsible search for truth and meaning. We are trying to be more fully, to live more fully deeply into nurturing our spirit. The deep work of nurturing our spirit, that work, that is the source. That is the sustenance. That is the fuel. That is the means we use to then go beyond our walls, to go beyond our walls to strive for justice and transform our world. Again, the nurturing of our spirit is the fuel, the sustenance. That's what we use to live the rest of our mission beyond our walls, to strive for justice and transform our world. We need that fuel and sustenance to do that work. I believe that this hurting, disconnected, and isolated world desperately needs us. I, I believe that. Yet we must first fill the well, fill the well, and nurture the spirit. In an effort to fulfill and further the vision and mission of this congregation, we ask that our members and friends bring forth and share their many and varied gifts.
Toward that end, we will now gratefully take the offering. Those streaming and in person may also use the Givelify app. We accept the sacred offering, generously given by our beloved members and friends, and may we use it wisely and judiciously in service to our mission. Good morning. Today we reflect on the transcendent values we have chosen as a congregation, wonder and awe, connection, love, courage, and justice. And as we come together for the first time in this congregational year, we rededicate ourselves to our mission to nurture our spirit, strive for justice, transform the world. We begin anew. Today we rededicate ourselves to the vision of this congregation to be a vital and visible community to all bravely working toward the day when social, economic, and environmental justice is a reality. Let us honor the commitment of all those whose bold vision and steadfast love have brought us to this day. None of us ministers alone. We are here with and for one another, strong currents and the roaring river of life that we cherish. Now, 
using this water made sacred by this very ritual in years past, we charge this vessel. May it bless us in the years to come. From the Tao Te Ching, the highest motive is to be like water. Water is necessary for all living things. It asks nothing in return, yet humbly flows to the lowest level. Nothing is weaker than water, but against those things that are strong and hard, nothing can stand in its way or surpass it. May we all learn the ways of water. Now let us be still together for a moment. Close your eyes if you wish. Now holding your container of water, or if you do not bring water today, holding your metaphorical vial of water. Simply connect to that part of yourself that lies deep within. A part that is undefined by anyone other than yourself, the self that you know to be exactly who you are. Now take a moment to think about all that your heart brings to this community this morning, your hopes, your dreams, your prayers, and let the love flow from your heart until you are filled with its energy. Let the water absorb the sacredness of you and that which you love. Imagine this water, which we will soon mingle, holds the energy for you and for all of us. When the waters merge into one, we are once again brought into the embrace of this loving community. Now let us join together in a moment of shared silence. This is your first time joining us for this ceremony. I just want to give you a little introduction. Each of the four sections will be invited one by one to come up and bring your water. Will our readers please join us at the front? We bring waters from the four directions, water from the north, from icy seas and frozen lands, water that commingles and is part of the water of the globe. Bless these waters, that they may be healing waters. May the waters make us new. May those representing the North come forward and share a few drops of your water. We bring waters from the east, 
from monsoons and sacred pools. Bless these waters, may they quench our thirst now and evermore. May the waters make us free. May those representing the East come forward and share a few drops of your water. We bring waters from the south, from summer showers and warm lagoons. Bless these waters that they may bring us back to ourselves. May the waters make us whole. May those representing the south come forward and share a few drops of your water. waters from the west, from dry places, water especially precious for its scarcity. Bless these waters, for they restore us to community once again. May the waters make us one. May those representing the west come forward and share a few drops of your water. May this water that holds and carries the spirit of all that we are, all that we love, mingle in sacred communion and bless all that it touches in the years to come. extinguish our chalice together. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we are together again. Peace, joy, love, tears, pain, strength, it's all in here.
bound up in these sacred waters. May these waters sustain us, nourish us, nourish us, and extend us into a new realm of possibility. May it measure a love that we hold dear. Go in peace and enjoy your week. The Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia, thanks you for listening to the Human Podcast. Background music, courtesy of Tim Moore from Pixabay. <laughs>